So, this is the first podcast for Authmaker. The first ever Authmaker podcast. We're not quite sure exactly what that means, and that will become clear if you listen on to the rest of this show. This hopefully will end up being a bit of a conversation, conversational podcast where we talk about some of the best practices on how to tackle building web apps, you know, not just from the which JavaScript framework should you use perspective, but actually deploying them and getting them in front of people and actually trying to start like a small business or something like that with a web app. If you've got an idea, you want to build it into something. My name is Chris Manson. I have been doing AuthMaker related things for two years which may seem weird to some people because AuthMaker is only just becoming a thing recently, but it's been, it's been churning along in the background and hopefully we're making it into a thing that people can use. I have Julia Donaldson here with me. Hi, Julia. Hi. Um, and I will pass over to you in a sec to say who you are and where you come from, what you do. Um, actually, just pass it on to you. Okay. Hi, uh, I'm Julia. I'm uh, a career switcher, I suppose. So I'm a new developer. I've been developing uh, front-end stuff for about a year now and um, have recently become involved with AuthMaker. Great. So let's let's go a little bit deeper into the origin story for uh, just so that people get a background of why <laughs> what, why you started even knowing that Arcmaker is a thing? So, so I could tell the story, but I'd prefer to hear it from your side anyway. Um, right, so um, I ended up writing a blog post about my experience graduating from a coding boot camp and, and kind of how the transition was from being a boot camp graduate to trying to be a like real developer. And Ember was was a really important step for me in terms of like leveling up my skills and helping me to understand how to build like real web applications that could really be useful in the real world, not just toy apps um, as school projects. And that blog post kind of went out into the world. And Chris got in touch with me and said, well, you know, you are like exactly your blog post expresses the exact level of skill and like where you're at in your career, um, where I think that this thing I've been working on could really be useful to you. And it's called Offmaker. And I was totally game to see what he was talking about. Uh, and really my experience with Authmaker from that point on was I went from being um, a new developer who had really just focused on learning like front end. I went to, you know, front end engineering boot camp. I had been building front end stuff, but in terms of back end or, you know, building an API or server stuff, that was uh, all Greek to me, and I didn't really know where to start. Authmaker kind of extended Ember in a way that, in the way that Ember kind of showed me a path forward, like this is a good way to build a front-end application. Authmaker showed me a simple, clear path for how to make full-stack applications. So all of a sudden, I was kind of guided through being a full stack developer and understanding like how that fits into my web app and yeah it made full stack easy essentially um <laughs> yeah it's interesting because uh you kind of really 
touched on it there in my, my second, you know, my, my, my memory of the, <laughs> of reading that blog post and going, you know, seeing what you were saying about the, the Ember side of things is very slightly different to yours. Of course, you weren't in the room with me when I read it. I was like, um, <laughs> I saw that and I saw what you were saying about this idea of like Ember showing you the way forward to kind of how to structure apps. And I was like, I just, I got really excited, really excited all of a sudden and saying, oh my God. Julia has just written exactly what I've been trying to put into words from Authmaker's perspective, but just talking about Ember. So if you think of Ember as this framework that, you know, gives you a few good guiding principles to lay out your application and how you should really build front-end applications from different perspectives, Authmaker is like taking that just a little bit of a step forward or like going a little bit higher higher level. So it's like not just the front end, it's the front end and the back end. The front end, the back end and how you deploy it, how you how you set up your logins and things like that. And I just like as soon as I saw that blog post, I was like, right, I need to reach out to Julia and we need to work together on this because you have some insights that I could really make use of. And that was kind of <laughs> my version of the same history. Okay. I'll give a kind of a brief rundown of why I came to where I am now and why I'm building this, this Authmaker thing. And then we'll get into the meat of this podcast. We'll get into what exactly it is. We've said it a hundred times now and we haven't really even just defined it. Um, so my history is standard straight out of, uh, well, I suppose, I suppose it's not necessarily standard these days. I'm a, what I, I kind of joke about being a classically trained computer scientist, uh, went to university learned it all there and it's one of these things where I wasn't one of those guys who you know, I've been programming since I was 12 or anything like that I couldn't program a line of code until in university and then I struggled to get up to speed with it and then I eventually figured it out and, and got a little bit better so straight out of university did the normal joining other companies jobs doing you know doing work for their clients and stuff like that and I always had this view on doing something something bigger, something more of my what I wanted to build. Long story short, I ended up starting a startup with my cousin and we you know started building, joined a an incubator program, got a tiny bit of investment. And when I started this process was oh god, I'm just gonna show my age now. We actually built the started building the back end in node 0.4 because it was the, the most recent version out. And I think I upgraded to 0 0.6 at the time or something like that. And I think it was September 2011. So Ember wasn't even a thing yet. Not really. It was just about starting to have that conversation of spread core 2 and all that sort of silliness. And I was looking around and I was like, okay, I've been tasked with building the, all of the tech for a startup. I don't really know what I'm doing. I could really do with a helping hand here. I started building the app in Angular, but then Angular had me thinking too much and trying to figure it all out a little bit too much. And then I came across Ember. So I, I started, I rewrote the entire front end in Ember and it was great, it was wonderful. I suddenly had this feeling that somebody else was telling me a good way to build an app. and. When it came to actually wanting to deploy this thing and, you know, implement a login system so people could log in and do what the app was trying to do, I was like, okay, okay, right. 
we've just had this experience with Ember. Surely there's something out there that does the login part where I don't have to start from scratch, figure out how to do logins and all this sort of stuff. And there, there just wasn't at the time. And it was, it was, it was baffling to me that there wasn't just a, a system where I could say, right, you deal with my login and I'll just deal, deal with focusing on building the app and making the app great and whatever. And since, since that time, since all the way at the beginning of that startup, I've had this niggling thing in the back of my head. It's like, why don't I build that thing? Why don't I build that thing? Why don't I build the off the shelf? I'll just use somebody else's login system so that nobody has to do that again. Nobody has to go through the pain of implementing a login system for their own app and they can focus on the product and only the product. That startup then lasted for five years, I think. So it was uh, relatively successful as startups go, but I never really got a chance to build the thing that ultimately became Authmaker. And once that startup did kind of wrap up, I had to start building, I, was, I started going into the consulting side with my, my company Stone Circle, and we had to build a few apps for some clients. And we, this is when Authmaker really started. Like it, it, it started as one of those internal agency tools where you have a bunch of tools that you want to build for yourself or for one of your clients, and then you use the same set of tools for each of your clients. But the more I thought about it and the more I was getting the chance to actually build the thing that I wanted to build all those years before, I was like, this isn't just for the agency. This isn't just for the consulting. This is, this is something I want to make into a product. This is something that, well, because I'm a, a big open source head, this is something I want to become open source that other people can use. And that was, oh, I'd say, like I, my timelines are a bit off here, but I'd say that was about three years ago that we really started that process. And then about a year ago, I, can't, I think it must have been at Ember Camp in London, I just said, right, I'm announcing it. Or maybe it was more than a year, a year ago now. Right, I'm announcing it. And then if I, have to, if I announce it, I, I'll, I'll be forced to build the thing and get it live for people to use. And I, I did this five minute lightning talk about how great Authmaker was and how it did all these things for you. And everybody came up to me afterwards and was like, so what is Authmaker? <laughs> so I was like, I, I distilled the essence of Authmaker into five minutes, but I think I, I let it overboil. <laughs> it was like, there wasn't enough meat. It wasn't actually telling anybody what it was. I then had another chance recently to do the same thing in Ember Fest in Berlin. And there's videos online of me explaining what Authmaker is. And I spent three out of my five minutes talking about a survey that I did about what, you know, what people use to build their apps instead of talking about what Authmaker is. So I'm terrible, terrible at the question, what is Authmaker? And this podcast this particular episode of the podcast is kind of our, our, our ticket out of there, our ticket to finally have a real discussion about what Oddmaker is and have it so that we can actually tell people about it. So who wants to go first? <laughs> Do you want to go first, Julia? Yeah, sure. I mean, I think that, you know, sometimes it can be helpful to have somebody who did not build it you know, explain what it is, or at least what it is to me, 
casually when people ask me um, what this thing is, I usually say that it's a you know, a platform or a system for easily building authenticated backends for your Ember app, that it's, it's, it extends Ember in a way that like, in the same way that you install, you know, Ember CLI deploy, it's kind of like taking that next step. I'm a somebody who didn't know anything about backend apps and uh, the apps that I had deployed were using like just production Mirage data, which is obviously like very limiting. And I had tried um, Firebase before for things and found that that was great, but also very limiting in terms of, you know, me showing off what I could do with data, because anyone who has worked with Firebase knows that it's really more, I think, for simple apps, or that's where it really shines, where it's like, you just want to show everything that you've got, and it updates, and it's magic, but really doing heavy lifting with data that kind of continually eluded me as a new developer. And all of a sudden, um, Offmaker as a platform and system was introduced to me and signed up. And I mean, I guess it's kind of like a platform. It's a product and a curriculum. So I certainly used the product, but part of being able to use the product in the best way is to follow this kind of golden path or, you know, best practice way of setting it up. So there were these breadcrumbs all of a sudden for like, oh, okay, you want to actually like build your own API. Like, here's how you do that. And I didn't have to know all of the configuration details of how to get, you know, Express to talk to Mongo and all of this kind of thing. I could really focus on just the concepts and what I wanted to do with the data. And, you know, the truth is a lot of apps, it is pretty simple, uh, you know, crud stuff where you just want to, you know, get your data or add new data or edit the data. And Authmaker, um, signing up for Authmaker and plugging that into my app allowed me to all of a sudden have not only login, but to build my own backend that just instantly had authentication in it. Like the the concept of like, well, how do you, you know, make sure that somebody is not deleting something? So, so somebody's created one of their own, let's say a post in a blog or something, they can only delete their own posts, not somebody else's posts. Yeah. Or just like not being able to view certain content unless you're logged in, not being able to create a post unless you're logged in. Like these were things that I found difficult to mimic on the front end with Ember alone and without having somebody. I mean, I know a lot of people who work at companies, they have backend people who are building this stuff for them. So, you know, it's just like, well, hit this endpoint and you'll get everything you need. I was somebody who did not have that. And Authmaker was kind of a really, it allowed me to be like highly productive. I feel like I went from not knowing anything about backend to all of a sudden having built one. The first one I built was simple, but it worked and it would, you know, the server would respond appropriately based on if the person was logged in or if they weren't. And I didn't have to like configure, like magically it worked with Ember and JSON API. Like I didn't have to set up all that formatting to get it to talk. And that to me really is why it kind of feels like an extension of Ember, just making like Ember full stack because I didn't have to worry about 
you know, compiling it all together into something that worked. I could focus on the logic that I wanted for my app or that I needed. And, um, well, this description of Authmaker is probably better than I would have possibly imagined. <laughs> it's almost like you've, you've, I suppose we have been working together for, what is it, two months now. But it feels like, it feels like you've just been picking every single one of the talking points out of my brain. It's like, this, this is one of the things that I wanted to, to put across when building Authmaker, you know. Um, <laughs> any listeners to this show who aren't in the Ember ecosystem, they're probably just clocked, or at least before this point have clocked, that we are very much Ember people here. <laughs> um, and, and I think it might be worth circling back on, on that for a second before, before I start you know, jumping in and trying to add to your awesome description of what Authmaker is. We're, we're Ember people for a reason. And I'll put links in the show notes uh, if I figure out how to do show notes for this first podcast. I'll put a link in the show notes to Julia's blog post originally. The, the, uh, I can't even remember the title of it now, but it, it was the one talking about how Ember guided you through how to build an app or how to structure a front-end app. That's kind of an ethos that is shared with Authmaker, clearly, but it's something that I have really appreciated. As I said, in my kind of like history, uh, what, what, you know, where I came from, what my uh, career has been like, um, I really wanted a guiding hand. I just wanted somebody who was smarter than me to sit there and tell me what to do and when to do it. And I found that with Ember, you know, having, having a whole bunch of like really intelligent people sit down and think long and hard about how to structure a front end app and how this piece should talk to that piece and how this thing should interact with another thing. And then distilling that into a front end framework that then I just get to read the docs and oh, wow, everything's working perfectly and learn how to be a better front end developer. Uh, because of it, like I, I attribute almost all of my uh, good architectural sense of building front-end applications to being an Ember developer for so long. Um, and what I was trying to do with Authmaker is to, as you, as you say, Julia, kind of extend that concept to kind of like, as again, as you said, give give people breadcrumbs, but give people like, just show them a path to say, right, okay, now you're an Ember developer. What next? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it's, it's, it's interesting because we're taking it definitely from that perspective because you did the front end stuff, you did some Ember beforehand, and then you came to Authmaker. Authmaker is intended to be something where if you've got a if you've got somebody who's just back end who's who's more comfortable in doing node backends, if they follow this curriculum, we'll get into what we mean by the curriculum there in a second. If they follow the curriculum, use these libraries, use these bits and pieces together, it should give them an indication on how to build a front end. So it's that idea of filling in the gaps, whether you're mostly front end or mostly back end, filling in the gaps that you don't have so you can start from nothing and build an entire app full stack application and get it out there get it live you know that's something that's really important to us and something that that is kind of it's front and center on our documentation it's got the 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 deployment thing at the end we're, we're still working on exactly the bits and pieces that you know the, the actual details of it but but 
you, you should come to our documentation and get a feeling of, I'll start at the top and deploy is the very last step. And on that deploy step, people can come to your application and actually use it. You can share it with your friends and family and people can use your application in the wild. Well, I think that's a really important piece of why Authmaker is valuable for me um, is that it's, while it is educational or, you know, it provides like a wonderful structure for like, you don't know anything about backend applications or authentication, but like here, this is kind of structured for you. This is a great way to move forward. But the emphasis on like productivity and, and it's meant to be a real professional application like it's not it's not like a meant to be a, a stepping stone and okay now if you really want to put it into production and you really want to get it in front of people like well then you have to do all this other stuff and that's a different ball game by using Authmaker and having my Authmaker instance integrated into my app, that means that like I do have production, real-world, ready, professional authentication, authorization. Like that's built in. Authmaker handles that for me, and it's like I can know that when I deploy something, like it, that side of things has been battle tested for me. Like that's what Authmaker. The value of Authmaker for me is not just that it makes it easy for me to build a backend. It allows me to feel confident that when I deploy an application that I've built, that the login system is secure and I didn't have to worry about making it so, <laughs> which is, I mean, it's like security is hard. And, and I think that, uh, you know, you shouldn't have to be a security expert to build a secure login system for your app or have, you know, that type of security in your app. And I think that that's important, especially as a young developer, like I want to be able to, if somebody comes to me and says, Hey, like, can you build an app for me? I don't, want to have to say, well, like I can build the app, but I mean, for production, I don't know enough about security to actually like, like Authmaker provides that for me. And I like the emphasis on like it being just like Ember, it's meant for real world applications. It's meant to be consumed by people um, using industry standards. Uh, and I think that's now that I know more about it, I'm not a beginner anymore there's still value in that because it just allows me to be more productive and do more complex things um, and still know that that system that Authmaker provides is in place and I can count on it. It's interesting because you said this idea of like, earlier on you said in, if you're working in a company, you might have back-end people. So you'd like, they do the back-end for you. And like you said there, if somebody comes to you and says, I want to build an app, whatever. Oh, I can do the front-end, but I can't do the back-end. Yeah. Maybe another way of thinking of the Authmaker curriculum is like, we, we won't write the back end for you. It's still your back end. It's still your code. But we'll tell you how. You know, we'll give, we'll lay it out. We'll say, this is really a good way. It's been tested in production in other applications. This is a really good way to build your back end. So just do this. Don't stray too far away. You know, very much the, the Ember ethos. If you don't stray too far away from this, uh, you'll you'll be grand. You'll be you'll be okay. But on the flip side, it's still it's still node. It's not it's not you, you, 
you're running this on 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 a normal node instance. It's it's not a, a closed uh, garden wall garden situation where you can only do various commands or whatever. It's it's real Node.js, you know. Okay, so uh, I think now is a great time for us to talk about <laughs> a few two two words two words that we have thrown into this conversation so far. Uh, it's mad that it's taken us so long to get around to this, <laughs> considering the, uh, the the purpose of this one. But it's but it's it's weird. This is the whole point. This is why it needs to be a conversation. This is why it's not it's not an easy thing to answer. So, so Julia, <laughs> I'm going to ask these as questions. A. What do you mean by instance? And B. What do you mean by curriculum? <laughs> right. <laughs> you can toss um, them back to me as well, because this is like uh, just to kind of give people who are listening a little bit of uh, context. Um, one of the things that Julia came on board to to do at the very beginning was to to essentially write all of the documentation. You know, um, we've we've moved on from that. You know, actually building the thing with me, and it's it's great. It's not just a documentation effort. It's actually I've got somebody who can help me get this in front of people, and it's fantastic. Very. Very grateful for you. Um, the, <laughs> the 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 reason why I wanted somebody else, especially somebody who had like as you say recently graduated from a boot camp or wasn't necessarily a quote unquote expert developer or whatever, to actually write that initial phase of the documentation is because I have all I, like I know almost every line of code in this thing. I've been thinking about this for over. Like since like I'm thinking about it in different versions since September 2011. What do we know? That's like seven years or something ridiculous. God, that freaks me out a little. Um, and I've I've thought about it way too much to be able to answer like small questions. I can answer what an instance is, but you know, it's better to come from somebody like yourself, Julia, and. If you want me to jump in and kind of answer specific questions, jump in, whatever, ask me. But uh, yeah, take it away. <laughs> right. What is an instance? So, of course, in order to use AuthMaker, when you sign up for AuthMaker, you create an AuthMaker instance. How I would describe an instance is basically is a container for for your individual AuthMaker kind of resources. And it serves as a connection, I suppose, that kind of allows you to hook into what AuthMaker provides, which is secure authentication. And AuthMaker, or like your instance, is kind of like the the third party that's handling that, all of that kind of messy <laughs> security stuff between what you've written for your API and your actual database. And that might be a totally incorrect way to describe it okay so this is this is why i kind of put the prefix off uh the my way of looking at it because i'm looking at it and i'm going okay i can talk about the technical part of that technical part of that technical part of that but really you don't need to get into the depths of what the technical bits and pieces are you know we will probably have a blog post at some point on the AuthMaker blog that actually, you know, goes through those things that you just said. So like a container that's like, uh, I don't think you use this word, but like an intermediary for your resources, for your login resources. You know, it's this third party that deals with that stuff for you. What we can, what we can do is we can go in and talk about each of the technologies around each of those words that you use in more detail for people who want to know those more detail. But 
the kind of, again, back to the whole concept here. The whole point here is that you don't need to know all of this stuff. We don't need to have a really in-depth technical conversation for you to become super productive using Authmaker, you know? So maybe let's, let me have a go at it from a non-technical perspective and let's see what happens. Um, so you talked about this, like you sign up for an instance, you create an instance and it's like a container for your resources. So when we say sign up, we mean you go to literally authmaker.com, you click sign up and you, you log in essentially to the Authmaker dashboard. Incidentally, you use Authmaker to log into the Authmaker dashboard, but let's not get too complicated. Um, so you log into the Authmaker dashboard and you click the create new instance button and it asks you a few questions about your application. Like what is the name? What's the name of the application? And like what would be a, a small slug, like, a, like a, a subdomain that would work well for your application? So one thing that we're doing as a, as a test is a, a, a VAT application for uh, the Irish market. So Irish VAT app is the name of the application and it's Irish VAT app, no spaces, is the, the domain prefix. So when we create this instance for Irish VAT app, that registers irishvatapp.authmaker.com and that's in our service. We run this thing that is the Authmaker code that when your app, your Ember app says, okay, somebody's come to the application and we want to log them in. You don't have a form on your website that, that actually logs them in. It feels more like, a, like a, a Facebook login, but for your own app. So you redirect them to irishvatapp.authmaker.com. They log in there. And then when they come back to your Ember app, they're logged in. Now, again, one of the reasons I don't want to talk too much about the details, the, the, the technology behind it, and I'm happy to if anybody asks, is because... What we actually do, part of the ecosystem, part of the, the libraries that we provide, is the an Ember add-on for your Ember app. And then it you give it the details about your Authmaker instance, and it can then redirect you back to your Ember app. So the fact that we're providing you that add-on means that you don't even have to know how it does all this stuff. You just, you just do it, you know? Um, what we might do, actually as part of this is we might do like a quick, uh, a quick video, maybe five, 10 minutes of like what it looks like to add Authmaker to an existing Ember application. And that way we, we should like fill in the gaps for what this looks like. What does it actually look like when you're logging in? Um, right. Yeah. And the, the other thing here is it's a, it, the, 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 I, I mentioned, I use the word intermediary. Um, but it's like this, this thing that accesses your resources. Another key thing to know about Authmaker is that we don't have a database. Part of the, the curriculum, part of the sign-up process is that you create a database using, uh, you know, there's a few sandbox ones that we, we uh, link to. Uh, so you sign up for a free database and then you give Auth the Authmaker instance access to your database. Now, one of the key things about this is that, you know, if you, if you look, if you wanted to look at competitors and not that we're at that stage yet, but if you want to look at other people who do similar, we do the login for you, they don't want you to have access to the database that they use for various numbers of reasons. 
but it's it's part of our entire ethos that we don't take control of your of your your database we it's not our database that you have access to it's your database that we have access to and it's the same reason why authmaker is going to be open source for people it's because uh if if the company doesn't work out and we we can't make a go of it and it's, it it ends up going going south or or closing up the last thing that we want for people is for them to you know build an app build this great you know hundreds of users app and then the thing that they used to log in goes away <laughs> you know and that's it's that has happened there's a, one of the the competitors that I've been tracking for many years uh, storm Stormfront, Stormpath. I can never remember which one it's called. I think it's Stormpath. They closed down in in November or October last year. So, it's it's important that we get this right from the, the from day one. Yeah. So that's kind of my overview of of it from a non technical perspective. So, uh, then the second question that I had was, what is curriculum? Why why do we keep using this word curriculum? when we're talking about Offmaker? Well, I think of the Offmaker curriculum as, well, let's see. What I think is special about Offmaker is that it provides a, a framework for and a guidelines for how you should build an app, but it's not, it's not actually like building your app for you. You're not getting locked into some kind of system that's kind of not up to you. And because of that, there's only there's only so much that Authmaker can do. Like in terms of allowing that flexibility, you have to follow a certain set of steps to get the value from Authmaker, but also like build your application. Like if Authmaker built your whole backend for you, you wouldn't be able to customize it the way you wanted to or do exactly what you wanted. So when we speak of the Authmaker curriculum, it's basically, it's a a set of steps or like, this is how we build Authmaker applications. This is a, a set of steps to take that just works. You'll have a functioning backend. And I think it's important to follow if you want to guarantee that it works and to get the kind of like ease uh, that Authmaker provides. You know, as opinionated as Authmaker is about the curriculum, like you could essentially customize anything that you want. But I think the important thing or the value for people who are less experienced developers, like someone like me, I don't... I don't have an opinion on exactly how I want to structure like a node backend. That's not really my main concern. My main concern is that I want to like be able to build an app and get it deployed and have it work. And so the Authmaker curriculum is kind of like, that's how, this is how you do it. Like assuming that the only thing that you want to customize is what your data is, how it gets filtered and served to your front end, then follow this curriculum and you'll have a system that works full stop awesome yeah i think that's a really good um it's a good summary it's this idea that if you use the curriculum you'll you'll get up and running really quickly you'll be able to just follow these steps and it'll all just work your your description of Authmaker is quite good where it's if you follow these steps you'll have a good time you know as we've kind of already said we're very much ember people here Ember is part of the curriculum. For you to build a current canonical, like the standard 
Authmaker app, you build the front end in Ember. And there's a series of libraries, uh, add-ons or whatever that you would use either in Ember or in the Node app that make it easy for you to, as, as Julia said, make the CRUD part easy. You know, you don't have to do the what happens when the database comes back or whatever. It just says you describe your app and what you want to do, what its functionality needs to be in, in kind of a very declarative way, if that makes sense. Right. So maybe this would be a good time to describe, you know, how that happens. Like my, from my perspective, if I want to build a route, you know, like if I want to build a backend that's accessing, you know, all of the messages in my database and I have a full, I have an Ember app that is built already to display messages and create messages and edit messages to have the simplest working version of what I want with using the Authmaker curriculum. I, I use a, an application generator. The structure is generated for me. I create a message model and define the schema of how that should look similar to how you would do an Ember. And then I create a route file where I describe the behavior in four simple blocks. So I have a find block, a create block, an update block, and a delete block. I describe what I want to happen. Like, even if I didn't describe anything, I could then, you know, run the application and that would work. If I decide to add more in those blocks, um, if I want to... Well, it's a good it's a good description. But I suppose one of the things that we'll throw in here is that we're not going to be talking specifically how to build an, Ember, an Authmaker application here. The, the, the key thing is that you you kind of start with a basic. You start with a like a baseline. This is where where what you absolutely need for uh, an Authmaker application, and we generate all that for you, just like anybody who's ever used Ember. You know, if you ever use Ember, you you start an Ember project with Ember New, and then the name of your app, and it builds it for you. Well, you use that for the front end, and then you do a Yeoman generator for the back end, and it just builds the the basic application structure for you. You then add in, as you say, models or handlers, as I like to call them, that like, you know, so you, you describe your data, and the, like your, your data structure with models. And then in a root descriptor, you say, oh, well, this root, I want people to be able to retrieve things. So you put in a fine block. You know, there is a case where you want something to be create only. You don't want to be able to read it. Well, in that case, you don't put in a fine block and then it doesn't generate the find roots, the find by ID or find all roots. You just put in the create block and then people are able to post things to your API and it gets collected, but you'll never be able to get that back, which is interesting. I'm sure there's a use case for that somewhere. Um, or say if you wanted people to be able to delete things, well, you'd add a delete block. Um, and yes, it's a, it's, it's a good kind of description of what we're doing, but the key here is if you've listened to this uh, podcast to this point, you should try it. Like, there's no reason why you shouldn't just try building an Authmaker app real quick. Um, and you know, you might say, "Oh, well, God, I, I don't have any app ideas or whatever." There's a there's a phrase that I'm trying to coin, which is a single feature app. You know, Authmaker is perfectly designed for you to just build something small that does one thing. It doesn't matter what that thing is. It's incredibly small. Um, 
one one of the the current uh, Offmaker pioneers, people actually building something with it at the moment, built a application that helps you name your stack based on the technologies you're using. <laughs> so you put in Linux, Apache, PHP, MySQL, and it comes back with LAMP, but also all of the other things. You know, the, the one of the my favorite for actually that stack is PAMI. PAMI works. You know, that'd be much better than LAMP. Anyway. Um, but nowadays it's 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 fashionable to have lots of different technologies in your stack. So why not go to this and see what you're going to call it? And you know he's got a bunch of fun features in the in the pipeline, like oh vote it, you know vote which should be the the official stack name for this set of technologies. And that's all super easy to build with AuthMaker. And you know that's that's available. I'll, I'll probably share some links about it once it's done. Um, but that's available. That's that's a silly, like it's it's a, it's a bit of a fun app. But it's but the difference here is it's not just running on his local machine. He followed the curriculum. He followed the steps, and it's literally published right now, and you can go to see it. Now, like I said, I'll, I'm I'm not sure I'll, I'll I'll get his permission to add the the link in the show notes because um, it is still in a in progress state. But this is kind of another thing that I think is really, really important as part of the AuthMaker curriculum. You, you should probably build your app in this get it out in front of people quickly way. You know, you could mull over like making everything super perfect for, you know, hours and days, months, years. But get the basic version, the single feature, the, the, the most basic thing that people might pay for up and running in front of people. And then iterate on it. Deploy something new every day. Even if it just makes it a tiny bit better, you've got something in production and that feels amazing. <laughs> the day that you launch it and you go to myawesomeapp.com and it's there that other people can go to as well. It's like, oh my God, I built a thing. It's a very different feeling. I don't know if you want to add anything to that. Yeah, I mean, uh, the the blog post I wrote about Ember also talked about my experience with just feeling the insecurity that comes with being a new developer or, um, I mean, even not being a new developer, uh, you know, imposter syndrome is often talked about at all levels of software development. And I think for me, Ember kind of really like ramped up my skills for the front end and understanding how to build front end web applications. But there was still a, a kind of a deep insecurity I felt about like not really being able to, to build a full stack app or to have to explain to people, you know, it's like when uh, friends or family members who don't know anything about coding say, oh, well, can you like build me this, this whole application and to have to say, well, no, I can't. And then they look at you like, well, but you're supposed to know how to do this stuff you know there's kind of just this nagging insecurity um, and for me Authmaker was really valuable because it allowed me to you know learn more about full stack development and building backends but it kind of it gives me the tools to do that and and make it and I can say that like yes I can build a full stack app and yes I do understand a lot more now about how you know, a backend communicates with a front end. And I think that that feeling of being able to being able to have an idea and say to myself, oh, like I could make that a real app to launch where before 
I couldn't before it was like, well, I could have an idea, but I guess I would have to find, you know, somebody who knows a lot about the back end to help me out on it. Like this way, I feel like Ember allows you to very quickly get your ideas about a a front end in front of people and up. And I feel like Authmaker, similarly, it pairs well where it's, it's a system and a curriculum when used all together allows you to get your ideas and your app and your product, whatever it is, out there to people. And that's not necessarily dependent on you being a full stack genius you know, from all sides. And I think that's important because a lot of us, you know, have ideas for apps that a lot of people might use or want, but, you know, we don't have money or connections to, you know, put together a whole dev team to make it happen. Like Authmaker allows you to to get something out there. And I think that that's really valuable. And certainly the feeling of being able to do that, you know, it's it's invaluable. Um, I feel more confident like talking to people about like what I can make because it's not like there's not a disclaimer like well so currently all the data that you see on this deployed app is being generated by Mirage so you can't actually like save something and have it persist you know yeah, you refresh and everything goes away <laughs> yeah yeah it's um I feel like it's it's fantastic for you know feeling like you can make stuff happen and um. it's interesting that you say that idea of people coming to you and saying well uh, can you build this thing for me i I kind of have to apologize in advance now (laughs) (laughs) now you can actually build all those things and everybody's going to be hounding you (laughs) i think we've kind of i think we've done our best to kind of touch on everything and as i said at the beginning whether or not that made it into the cut or not um as I said at the beginning, we will probably release this as a um, as a podcast sometime soon, and then we'll pick over it and take out some of those really insightful nuggets that Julia said, and maybe <laughs> uh, comb over some of the strange things that I said about Othmaker, and uh, and put it into an actual blog post as our first. Bothmaker blog um, so that we can at least start the conversation about explaining what we're here to do what we're trying to do for people um, I'll, I'll throw in a few kind of outro things you know as a pro podcaster that we are now Authmaker, you can go to Authmaker.com right now and we are uh, just finishing off an application process that will allow you to apply to be an Authmaker pioneer we're, we're not quite at the stage where we are open to the public, but if you have an idea or you're, you're, you've listened to this and you're like, I need this now, this is exactly what I wanted, apply to be a pioneer. We're looking for as much feedback as possible at this stage so that we get it right when we do release it to the wider world. As I said in kind of my history of things, I am a kind of consultant by day. Uh, we're, we're doing Authmaker as a, a bootstrapping situation. We're not getting any investment for it. So uh, if anybody has any anything that they would need an Ember uh, consultant for, or if they want, they have an app that they want to build, we can build it for you. Do contact me. You can see contact details on stonecircle.io, or you can ping me on Twitter at relate. That's R-E-A-L underscore A-T-E. Terrible name, but... Uh, 
there's a history behind that. Um, the, <laughs> I think that's everything. Unless you want to add anything, Julia? No, that's. It's a, that's it's a great. wrap. <laughs> we, <laughs> we made it. 